This is the Hood and Offbeat Podcast. Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. It's the number one podcast you can talk about with people uh, at your dog training group. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or if, if you don't like them, tell your dog on the drive home. Yeah, I hear that we are good for calming dogs. Yeah, I've heard that too. During the 4th of July, during the fireworks, just put on the podcast. Oh yeah, absolutely. Calms them down in a heartbeat. So the man across the way talking about animals meditating and becoming... <laughs> <laughs> better spiritual beings <laughs> is the puzzling louis fox i am very puzzling i'm more of like an enigma wrapped in a puzzle wrapped in a cheese sandwich are you really yes yeah how you been man i've been good so i just performed at a library oh yeah yeah and the lady the cream of the crop gigs you're doing <laughs> this guy it's, it's super awesome so the librarian puts like this fire hose down uh-huh. as the front line for kids. Yeah, because they'll cross over the line during the show. Yeah. Because the... they're, they're not sitting with their parents generally. Correct. Yeah. And, and so normally I don't use a line. It's just something for kids to play with. Yeah. So... You don't believe in that, the archaic form of control in yeah, children. Yeah, it's like Guantanamo for kids at the library. <laughs> None of those leashing backpacks or... No, I free range them. Yeah, absolutely. I like it when they have a healthy fear of me, too. <laughs> I st- so... So I say to the librarian, I'm like, you don't need to put this here. Like, I'll tell them where to sit, and then I do a pretty good job of establishing yeah. my boundaries. Yeah. She's like, the kids all know what's up. And I'm like, whoa, I've heard this before. Uh-huh. Like, fool me once. Uh-huh. So then she starts the introduction for me. The librarian goes, what is this? And the kids go, the line. And then Miss Johnson goes, what happens if you cross the line? And the kids go, Miss Johnson's going to take us out back behind the library, cut off our toes, and barbecue them. (laughs) Wow! That's so specific! Yes! (laughs) You know, you see the fear in these... And all the kids said it in unison? Miss Johnson's gonna take us out back! Yes! Wow! Yes! It was amazing! You could tell I was at a rural library. (laughs) Wow! And anything else? Well, and then she's like, how do we behave in the show? And the kid's like, we don't talk. And she's like, what happens if you do talk? The kids are like, Miss Johnson kicks us out of the library for two weeks. (laughs) Miss Johnson throat punches you. (laughs) And then spits down your throat. She cuts off your head. (laughs) And then defecates down your neck. And the kids are like, I haven't seen Johnny in two weeks. Where's he been? Uh, he talked at the show last week. <laughs> he crossed the line. <laughs> he crossed the line. He walks like a goat now. <laughs> well, okay, kids, what happens if you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> you hold it. <laughs> Miss Johnson's going to fly back in time and murder your grandfather. You Don't know, even think about it. You know your favorite puppy? No more. It's hardcore. <laughs> And now the comedy of Louie. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey, what's up, kids? <laughs> you want to see a dopey cartoon? What happens if we laugh? Miss <laughs> Johnson. Miss Johnson will kill your family. <laughs> and dump their bodies in a dumpster <laughs> and blame it on the Illuminati. <laughs> it was so amazing. And that was how the kids behaved. 
It, it took a little while to uh, get them warmed up. Get them out of the to, show. To, to not murder. <laughs> totally pale-faced, scared. You can see them later when they're at the therapist 20 years from now when they find out where their PTSD came from. <laughs> the local library. That's probably why the parents bring them to the library show. Get them some discipline. <laughs> parents are like, they ain't getting it at home. <laughs> Oh God! I I need that for all my shows. You need to bring Miss Johnson. I need to hire Miss Johnson. I'm gonna have to start asking around for people to people who've worked this. Like, is she some legendary librarian? <laughs> she, and they'll turn out. I'll go back there. And they'll be like, Miss Johnson's been dead for eighty years. The, the ghost of Miss Johnson. <laughs> striking fear into the kids who come to the summer reading programs. Oh, that's just Miss Johnson. It's her ghost. She used to do that to the kids, but... But Come on, today's standards, that would never fly. Wow, I want to hire Miss Johnson for my show. She comes out, this... All right, listen, you fucks. Fuck all of you. (laughs) Fucking listen. I will fucking go around and fucking gouge your eyes with fucking hot metal pick. It's like that guy from Full Metal Jacket. (laughs) 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 Ethley Bailey. Of the library. She's the greatest librarian ever. We gotta get her on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, she was telling me stories like she bans kids. Like, I mean, she just kicks kids out of the library. She's like, but it's like, you, Johnny, what are you reading? No, no, that's a third grade level. You're you're five. Banned. She, you're out of here. She is like the librarian that like when someone's talking, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> She's like, good. Don't you know how to use headphones? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, so, anything else? What what'd you what'd you take that, away from that? The, the takeaway was I want to work more rural libraries <laughs> and less urban ones. <laughs> Ah, I love it. If only everyone did that before the shows. It'd yes, be great. It would be amazing. Yeah. All right. You want to get to the stories? Let's do it. Let's get to some weird news. This story comes from loudwire.com. That's a news source more reliable than that sweater my grandma crocheted me being fashionable. <laughs> Is a, you never rock that? And people are like, hey, man, where'd you get the sweater at? They're like, it's July. It's not ugly sweater season. <laughs> oh, no, was it, like, it, was it, did it have you and your grandma on the front? <laughs> holding, holding hands. Holding hands. Flying a kite. <laughs> kissing on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> Standing over my grandpa's casket. <laughs> Uh, okay, so th- I love this. This is one of my favorite stories that we've done in 2019, man. I when love I this. When I texted this to you, you were super happy. Yeah, I, this is awesome. And there is a video that accompanies this that you need to check out, and we will link to it on the site. So it goes, the first ever heavy metal knitting championship was as ridiculous as it sounds. And that sounds super ridiculous. Yeah, and the video <laughs> supports <laughs> <Super>. this claim. <laughs> The first ever heavy metal knitting championship was just held in Jonsu, Finland, and it was as ridiculous as it sounds. Finland's chief uh, domestic exports are vodka, fjords, and novelty rock concerts. (laughs) Yeah, is it? I I could just see someone being like, this is why we can't have socialism. Look at these people. They have too much health care. First, you're going to have few health care. <laughs> then we give you guaranteed uh, yearly income. <laughs> <laughs> 
The bizarre and oddly satisfying competition saw knitting fanatics flex their skills on stage while thrash band Maniac Abductor set a devastating mood. Dude, I was at the gym yesterday, did 15 minutes on the Maniac Abductor. <laughs> totally blasted my quads. Honestly, this would be the scariest mosh pit I think I would ever see. Because everyone's got needles. got giant <laughs> knitting needles. <laughs> Although this was the inaugural heavy metal knitting championship, competitors came from all around the globe to be part of the spectacle. Prospects entered by submitting a one-minute video of them knitting to Maniac Abductors' Fight or Die, and the top 12 entrants were invited to perform in the finals. Yeah, but there were only like 11 entrants. There can't be how many people were going to submit a, a minute video of them knitting. What do you mean? To their music? Yeah. Dude, you don't know Maniac Abductor's fans. Oh, that's true. They're like Guar, but without the following. They're like Guar, but with itchy sweaters. <laughs> they're, they're like a very comfortable Guar. <laughs> the final dozen knitters arrived from Denmark, Finland, Japan, Latvia, Russia, Sweden, the UK, and the US. I like how they say, from around the globe, or just the Northern Hemisphere... This is going to give flat earthers some uh, some ammunition. <laughs> They'll be like, the world's flat. Did you see the heavy metal knitting championships? <laughs> A diverse group of artists brought entertaining gimmicks from their homelands with Giga Body Metal Sumo and Kabuki Knitting Sideshow winning first place. Good for them. Good for them. A knitting sideshow. Yeah. I, I was trying to think of like what they might do, but I all I could think of was redundant things. I'm going to hammer a crochet needle into my nose. Milana bed. <laughs> of crochet needle. I'm going to swallow this crochet needle. We get it. We get it. I'm going to lay on this bed of crochet needles. I'm going to knit my pubes together <laughs> into underwear. Denmark's Knitting with Ellen plays second. And third went to America's Nine Inch Needles. <laughs> Fun fact, this festival is my cat's favorite. Knitting is such a meditative activity, but now it's energetic and it's heart pumping, one competitor told the Associated Press. I like that the AP went out and covered that. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're, you're a budding reporter. You just got out of Yale. You got a sweet gig at the AP and you're like, what am I going to cover? You know, collusion? Am I going to? No, you're going to Finland to cover social? No. <laughs> heavy metal knitting contest. Yeah, that sounds like the best story ever. <laughs> I would get into reporting just to do that. I like in, how they're like... In fact, you just took out student loans <laughs> to go to college. I love how the woman's like, thought we needed to get knitting more energetic and heart pumping. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Like, have you tried the knitting 100-yard dash? <laughs> the, the knitting treadmill? Next year, we're going to do knitting hurdles. <laughs> Or knitting joust. Knitting high jump. <laughs> knitting pole vault. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it's so much fun, added knitter Heather McCallan. The event's Facebook page reads, In heavy metal knitting, needlework and music become united like never before. On the same stage, accompanied by a million-dollar guitar solo with hair flowing in the air, there's heavy music and knitting, shaking hands. Knitting to the rhythm of heavy metal music can be compared to playing air guitar, which is a Finnish way to goof around as well. I wonder how many babies were made in the audience that night. A lot. Well, if you look in the video, there's a lot of just normal-looking old people just watching, out, like, yeah. what is going on? They're like, I'm a fan of the knitting, eh? <laughs> that person just knitted a motorhead onesie? Who's motorhead? <laughs> What's a onesie? In my day, we just use leather. <laughs> What's the deal with the satanic influence baby booties? <laughs> That's going to walk him straight to the devil. 
Who? Why do they knit a Lemmy mustache? Who the hell is Lemmy? In heavy metal knitting, the knitter becomes part of the band, showing their best needlework tricks as the heavy riffs echo on the background. The knitter takes part in the jam while their balls of yarn and knitting needles swish around through the air. I like there, there's there's one band that like has swords and shields and people are throwing them knitting balls at them. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Now, what song would your knitting song be? Mine would probably be Neil Diamond's Needle and the Damage Done. Ah, I think that's uh, Neil Young, not Neil Diamond. Oh, so yeah, Neil Young, Neil Diamond. <laughs> That'd be a pretty dark Neil Diamond song. Sweet heroin. <laughs> bop, bop, bop. Well, the video has a bunch of people, men and women, crocheting. One guy is like, I got disqualified because I, I tried to crochet chain mail. <laughs> it's an illegal stitch. <laughs> I got disqualified because I used human skin. This competition sucks. I showed up and didn't have the right input into their amp for my knitting needles. <laughs> oh, and the people that you referenced earlier, they were getting balls of yarn thrown at them. Yes. They had shields that said, knit or die. Yeah. I love it. I am the Prince of Onda Reversible Lace. <laughs> we are the Lords of the Buttonhole. <laughs> I'm the Lord of Cardigan. <laughs> Oh, I love this, man. Uh, what's your what do you, what's your takeaway here? The takeaway is this is awesome. And B, we should just move to Finland. Yeah, I, if they have this, what and other weird shit are they going to come up with? Yeah, this gives them passes on like four horrendous things. <laughs> you can be like, oh yeah, no, they they supported Hitler. That's you hated cool. abetted uh, Nazis. Yeah. You hit Bin Laden. <laughs> You're, we're cool. We're cool. We forgive you. You can hide a Bin Laden. You can hide... <laughs> Since you gave us this night crochet blanket. Yeah. You can Put really... Put crossbones on it. The heavy metal infused in it really helps me sleep. <laughs> oh, man. This is my favorite story. I love it. And we hope you watch the video. If you get a chance, just Google it, or you can go to the site and watch it on our site. Yes. Yes. It is amazing. This is something, if you freelance search for it on your own computer, it's something you want in your search history. Absolutely. All right. I like it. Yep. Life Coaching with Randy. Never touch the in-flight magazine. Stories part duh. This story comes from irishtimes.com. That's a news source more reliable than a robot bartender providing good dating advice. Oh, you don't think that the robot could be like, just keep your lug nuts oiled <laughs> and she'll come around? Can you imagine? <laughs> like, oh, I'm having trouble with the ladies. Beep, boop, beep, boop, kill. <laughs> That's the one word it's programmed. Yes. Yeah, I try and get advice from Alexa and she is does not have anything fun to say ever at all. Last night I asked her if she believed in God, and she says, well, some people do, some people don't. There are some of the funny things programmed into it, like you can have her tell you a joke, or you can have her tell you a story or sing a song. Oh, really? Yeah. What's the song that she sings? It's a country song. Oh, well, that's not funny. Sometimes at dinner we'll be goofing around and trying to ask random questions uh, and surprised at what she'll have an answer to. Yeah. All right, well, anyways... <laughs> Don't trust the advice of a robot bartender is what Louis saying. Yes, they they pour exactly what's supposed to be in that drink and give you horrible advice. So this uh, story goes like this. 
Shop gives out very embarrassing plastic bags to shame customers who use them. I like that they're trying to like drive away their customers. There's a picture of a bag before the article starts. It says Dr. Tawis wart ointment wholesale. And at the bottom it says, avoid the shame, bring a reusable bag. So what they're trying to do is they're giving people bags that have ridiculous statements on them that might be embarrassing to carry around. Yeah, they're shaming people with warts. Yeah, and they, they get into that a little bit later. So we'll get into the story. In a bid to crack down on plastic waste, one supermarket has started shaming their customers into bringing their own bags. Now, me, I should be a supermarket consultant. You know what I would do? I wouldn't offer plastic bags if I didn't want people to have them. Well, it is a little ridiculous. You are perpetuating the problem by offering plastic bags. Like, you just paid money to print out these plastic (laughs) bags. Like, why don't you just have boxes or paper bags? I don't think anyone's going to be like, hey, I'm not going to go to that store anymore. They don't have plastic bags. Like, how is that going to deter anybody? It's going to deter no one. We have someone we know who's a performer who was on the social media bragging that there was a long line at the checkout line at the grocery store, and he used that line instead of self-checkout to save jobs. And I'm like, why don't you just go to a store that doesn't offer self-checkout? Yeah. And now you're supporting it more. Absolutely. You know, and the same thing with this. Because he wanted to get a plastic bag. Yeah. <laughs> what these plastic bags? <laughs> well, we live in a city, Seattle, which has banned plastic bags and banned plastic straws. Yeah. And banned plastic surgery. And... <laughs> But it's funny because plastic straws are illegal, yet weed is legal. So it's easier to get high than it is to get a drink of Coke. <laughs> yeah. Or snort Coke. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, also, also not available in plastic in Seattle, snorkels. <laughs> you have to get metal snorkels. It's, it's horrible. I'm tired of these reusable snorkels. I have to put my pipe cleaner down to clean. You just have to get a long bamboo pole. <laughs> Go old school. Instead of offering branded carrier bags, East West Market in Vancouver, BC are charging five cents for something a little different. So they charge for it too. So they're making some money. But they also charge for it here in Washington. Well, it depends on where you are. Yeah. Oh, it's a city tax. Yeah. And you can only have like two paper bags in in Seattle. Oh, really? Yeah. So what happens if you have more than two? Then you got to carry the crap out. No, that's not accurate. That at all. is accurate. If you buy groceries in Seattle, you can only have two bags. They will only sell. I think it's two ba- two paper bags, and you can't have plastic bags. Nope. So what do you do if you have five bags? You just got to free willy load that's stuff not into your car. That all. is no, it's not. You're just making shit up. I'm man. not. Look that shit up. I I I've lived it because I don't live in the city. So whenever I come into the city, I always forget to bring my reusable bags. And then I'm an idiot. And they're like, we can only sell you two. Well, then you, what you should do is then put the little divider Divider. (laughs) and be like, I'm making two purchases. My second purchase is two more fucking bags. (laughs) Motherfuckers. Cheat the system. Creating jobs. (laughs) It's all about the economy. (laughs) The independent business, which sells organic and fair trade produce, are giving out plastic bags featuring a range of embarrassing brand logos in large fonts. I like how they're organic and fair trade, yet they go out and have these plastic bags that are made by some kid in a a factory somewhere in Asia. Maybe these are organic, (laughs) free-range plastic bags. They're free-range kids making them. This plastic bag has been to all seven seas. It's been inside three dolphins. <laughs> and we just cut it out of a beluga whale. <laughs> These include fictional brands such as Wart Ointment Wholesale, the Colon Care Co-op, and Into the Weird Adult Video Emporium. 
I would get an Into the Weird Adult Video Emporium uh, t-shirt. Yeah. Wear that. They should just make, what they should do is just get Walmart plastic bags. <laughs> and give them to the people. And give them to the people because if they're at the natural food organic fair trade market, that's going to be the thing that's most embarrassing for those people to be walking around with. Yeah, or do something like they do with cigarettes, where instead of having like a cancerous tumor on it, you used to have pictures of like the Pacific Ocean patch. Yeah. The turtle with a six-pack ring on it. Well, we don't have that in the United States. So if you don't know what that is, is like in a lot of countries, they have very disturbing photos on the package of cigarettes. Yes. And the idea is that you buy it and you're like, oh, wow, look at it. It's my, it's tumors or like it's a throat cancer. Yeah, or... I believe they did surveys and that made no difference in the smoking rate. Yeah, I would, I would assume it wouldn't. And it used to be like you're trading them. You're like... <laughs> you're collecting them. <laughs> yeah. It's like the garbage pail kids. Collect all nine cancers. <laughs> yeah, I'll trade you a heart disease for, for some black lung. <laughs> a message underneath each of the logos adds, avoid the shame, bring a reusable bag. Speaking to Fox 13 News, a spokesperson for the supermarket explained how they hoped this small act would make a big difference. You don't want to make a bigger difference, just not offering the plastic bags. Exactly. It's so stupid. Well, and like with the culture of environmentalism in the Northwest where we live, it's like, what's more shameful, the logo on the plastic bag or having the plastic bag? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, if you want to shame them, don't passively shame them. Yeah. You should have like a bell <laughs> yeah. that you really come up. Yeah. Clunk, clunk, clunk. We got another a-hole. Hey, we got some plastic a-hole here. Got another plastic a-hole. Like shame them directly. No indirect shaming. Like they do with the pictures of the people where like do not take checks from. Yeah. <laughs> like on their reader board outside. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, when they're asking you if they want you want paper or plastic, you should say, would you like the beautiful and preferred paper or the despicable and devastating plastic? You know, like, like throw some actual stank on it. <laughs> you want this flat, you rub it on your butt yeah, yeah. and then hand it to Spit them. Spit on it. <laughs> Put actual shame. <laughs> Cut a hole in the bottom. <laughs> you just stretch the handle until it's yeah, about to just, break. <laughs> and then you go, here you go. You just punch them in the fucking ribs. <laughs> Do you want plastic? Pow! <laughs> you can have plastic and a punch. Yeah. Or paper and a hug. Yeah. Or bring your own bag, and we'll go make out in my car. (laughs) They said, we hope that by creating discussions, we can minimize the usage of plastic in general. I don't know how much discussion that's creating. You're just going to create more discussion of uh, wart care. Yeah. Uh, You're at the bus stop waiting on the bus. I was like, dude, you got what, what kind of warts you got? Yeah. Like, I got a planter. How do we how do we fix this bad boy? I'm all genitals. Can, can, you, can you get me a deal? You got the wholesale co-op. <laughs> this is a small step, but we hope it eventually can have a great impact, and we all do it for fun. Not or, the environment, but for fun. Yeah. The bags have proved so popular with customers that the store is now launching a range of canvas tote bags featuring the cheeky designs, which they should have done in the first place. Yeah, because that would get people, like... You would have, if you had just fun, because pla- everything's just like Walmart pla- uh, reusable bag. Or, yeah. Or like, oh, look, it's just a floral yeah. design. Put something cool on it. Yeah. Like the odd and offbeat podcast. We should make some reusable tote bags. No, we only make plastic tote bags. <laughs> and then when I go to the organic market, I switch it out with theirs. Half plastic, half paper. Ah. We'll make the bottom part plastic, because that's the part that breaks first. Mm-hmm. And the handles will be paper, because the paper handles suck. This is genius. <laughs> it just breaks when you get <laughs> However, some argue that the, this plan has backfired, as the weird bags are being considered a novelty, and people are desperate to get their hands on them. But if people are keeping them, then it's keeping them out of the landfill. 
Yeah, but they have created a market in which they're creating more <laughs> plastic bags. Yes. That doesn't really that argument doesn't. The fact that they're doing the tote bags is good because then the people can still have it. Yeah. Others were unimpressed by the idea of the business shaming them and making colon care seem embarrassing. Oh, but everyone's apparently proud of the colon care now. Of these, there's the adult video store, colon care, and wart cream. Hey. Which is the most collectible? Which one do you want? Adult video emporium. Yeah, it's the best one. Yeah. One person commented, shaming people by displaying the name of a made-up colon clinic? Very uncool. People with actual colon disease already have a stigma to overcome. Do they really, though? Like, if you're like, hey, I've got colon disease, I'm not like, gross, get away from me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. But here's or, the thing. Not, not go cool. It's supposed to be uncool, you dumbass Canadian hipster. Yeah. That's the whole point of this, is it's supposed to be uncool. Yeah. Yeah, settle down. Hey, hey, to me, like if someone saw, hey, this person is walking around with colon care thing, it's like maybe I should get my colon checked. Maybe it's I should raising care awareness. More. Absolutely, it's like you're the Susan G. Komen of colon cancer. You're the Lance Armstrong of of awareness. Yeah, Lance Armstrong has the yellow band, right? Yeah, and colon is the it's the brown band, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he was testicular, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like the pink, yeah, the pink ribbon, the pink, right? It's the pink ribbon of shopping. Yeah. Another person replied, "I own a retail hardware." store instead of shaming my customers i just switch to paper no big deal yeah i like that guy yeah of course i also don't like the idea of any sort of bag with my hardware though yeah you you should be like in a pallet or put nails and screws (laughs) in a plastic bag come on now like why did you even offer plastic someone else said this just makes me want to use your bags more sorry not sorry this is awesome that person's a douche. A fourth posted, any store near me, dopey enough to try this, it'd work. I just wouldn't go there anymore. I'd go someplace that makes me feel welcomed and not judged. Every place, ju- you know when the, every store judges you? <sighs> when you swipe your credit card or open your wallet, they judge you at that moment. Well, here's the thing is like the idea is to cut down on plastic. Like I agree with this person that they should just not have plastic. I yeah. mean, that's the best way to go about this. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm okay with a little bit of shame, you know, yeah. like whatever. I, yeah, I just don't think it's, it's shameful to walk around with bags that say certain things. It's like, you know, someone who reads a book on the bus, it's like the title's like how to clear up herpes or like how to rob a bus. Just doing some recon. <laughs> it's just like whatever. <laughs> The only people who do that are like cartels in Mexico. <laughs> hey, maybe you want to go to the arcade. <laughs> you don't got any quarters. <laughs> just need some change. <laughs> yeah, where else do you use change? <laughs> but a different user argued in favor of the store's actions, writing, if you're doing things that are bad for the environment out of sheer laziness, why shouldn't you be judged? Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's true. But also we should be judging this store because they are creating plastic. Yep. They're, they're manufacturing something that is plastic. They are putting more plastic out there. We should shame the store because even though what they're doing is somewhat creative and interesting, it's not a solution to the problem. I think this is basically the push to get their name out there more as in the organic fair trade market scene. Yeah, I agree. But why, why not just have tote bags with all this stuff on it and then sell those tote bags to the people? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, skip, skip the pollution step. Yeah. And go to the... <laughs> So we are we like the story. We don't like the whole process in which this story came about. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. And I hate the person that says, uh, geez, people with colon cancer already have a stigma attached to them. You know what, though? In, in kind of our, like, 
society, if you don't have some sort of cancer, you have a stigma. Like, yeah. Like, don't have cancer? Well, what's wrong with this? Like, people without tattoos, man. Yeah. I'm, like, weirded out when people don't have tattoos, <laughs> which is funny because my girlfriend doesn't have any tattoos. Uh-huh. And it's always like, well, yeah, you don't have tattoos. It's, you're, like, the only person I know. Well, up until a few years ago, I didn't have any. My wife never also had Also very any. weird. Yeah. That's why I got one, so that you're more easy with me. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I wasn't willing to do a podcast with you until I got that tattoo. Every, every time we'd hang out, you'd have a knife on the table. <laughs> I don't trust people without tattoos. All right, so uh, we we'll see what comes about from this, and maybe we should maybe we can try and order one of these online. Oh, let's see if we can get one, and we can give it away as a prize. Absolutely. For me. All right, I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. Want to thank you for listening. Of course, you can contribute to our Patreon page. That's oddandoffbeat.com slash Patreon. I'll take you right there. Absolutely. And what that is, is uh, it's a little program that helps you support this little thing that we're doing. Help us help you help us. Yes. Uh, what it is is a tier program. You can donate anywhere from two to fifty dollars per month, and you get cool special shit that no one else gets. Yeah, like you get a postcard from the road, you get a magic trick, shoutouts, all sorts of cool stuff on the podcast. Yeah, and you get a bonus episode every single month. Every month, and actually, I'm excited about the one that comes out on the first. You get a vintage one. Oh, Never... from the archives. Yes. Yeah, we are. We're using a really cool interview that we did with a guy who was on Elvis's album cover. Yes. Yeah, a little too hot for for TV, sort of, this interview. Yeah, he was Bo Diddley's uh, road manager for a while. So we get it. There's some good stories there, and you can get that by just going to the page and donating two bucks a month. Yep. Absolutely. So where can the fine people see the Louis Fox show coming up? You can catch me July 30th through August 3rd at the Fremont County Fair in Riverton, Wyoming. And where can they catch the Matt Baker Comedy Stunt Show? I am also going to be at the Fremont County Fair in Riverton, Wyoming. What a coincidence. What? We'll be performing there together, and we will probably be podcasting Yes, while we're there. So if you're in the area you want to be a guest, drop us a line. Yeah, come on out. You will double the audience size <laughs> by your attendance. <laughs> we'll hang out, and we'll uh, we'll do a podcast. And I'll be there till the 3rd, and then I'm hanging, I'm hanging out in Wyoming for a few days after that because I have another gig out there. Getting some me time in Wyoming. Yeah, so hopefully Erica will come out. We'll, we might go to Glacier National Park. Who knows? Yellowstone's not too far. Yeah, too. I would love to do that. So you can see at the Fremont County Fair. Also, my Museum of Curious Things will be at Jake the Alligator Man's birthday party on Saturday, August 3rd. So if you want to go out and see the museum, not only see the museum, you get to see actual Jake the Alligator Man, which is a half man, half alligator. And he's like 90 years old, and people compete to be his bride for the year. Oh. And so it's a huge festival with bands and bridal showers and... <laughs> bridal showers. <laughs> and my museum. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've done it a few times, and I, I won't be there this year. The museum will be there, but... Uh, and that's out it, in Longview, Washington? It's in uh, Long, Long Beach, Washington. Long Beach, Washington. And it's a cool festival. It's right on the water, and it is a must-see if you are in the area around that time. Or if you look to crash some sweet bachelorette parties. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's very unusual bachelorette <laughs> parties. Let's just say that. 
So you can check that out. Uh, we want to thank you so much for listening. Of course, sign up for our social media programs. Our, pro- our social media programs. Yes. yes. You know, we have a weight loss one. We have one that will help you stop smoking. Uh, and so shoot us an email if you can at info at odd and offbeat.com with any uh, concerns or any sort of news stories that you might come across that you want us to go over and talk about. Yeah, let us know. We love hearing from you. It also helps give us content that we don't have to search for. Yeah, so thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for your support. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast.